Good morning. When Rich wrote and asked me to give a brief talk about gratitude today, Thanksgiving, my immediate response was a resounding no. I have a crippling fear of public speaking and believe that there would be no opportunity that could possibly compel me to do this ever again. I had my thank you but no thank you email reply ready to send and a small voice inside of me said, do this. Someone believes that you can. I listened and wrote Rich that I humbly and feeling honored accept his invitation. So here I stand, frightened, heart pounding, and prayerful that I might have something worthy of sharing. The words grateful and gratitude have not always been words in my vocabulary. There have been many times in my life when I have been woefully devoid of gratitude. As I look back on the many years I have been blessed to live on this planet, I am aware of events when my recognition of having gratitude emerged mostly in hindsight. The first and most powerful experience that comes to mind is when my beloved son, Nathaniel, at the age of two, began to show distressing and alarming symptoms that something was very wrong as he had developed a tremor. It took me six weeks and many visits to the pediatrician to convince the doctor to do something to prove his hypothesis that this was nothing serious, perhaps a transient tremor. I found a strength and courage I did not know I had. When they performed a CT scan to prove to this overanxious mother that her baby was fine, significantly enlarged ventricles were discovered and we learned that Nathaniel had hydrocephalus, a condition that can render one with brain injury or death. Because they could not readily determine the cause of his hydrocephalus, they assumed and told us that he had a slow-progressing, inoperable, and fatal malignant brain tumor. Call your family. Barry and I were numb, and when numbness eluded us, terror, and unbearable heartbreak and grief stepped in. You might be wondering how this has anything to do with gratitude. First, the very brave and kind woman who ran the CT scan sought us out after the doctors had disappeared and let us know that while the brain tumor was a hypothesis, they had not, in fact, visualized one. She gave us a wee bit of hope. I was grateful. It was determined that Nathaniel would require brain and abdominal surgery to install a ventricular, sh a ventricular shunt to allow his spinal fluid to circulate, eliminating the pressure that was causing tremors, headaches, and increasing head size. We had no experience with neurosurgeons and had little time for second opinions. Unbeknownst to us, the neurosurgeon who happened to be affiliated with a hospital in Santa Cruz, California, where we lived, was the same physician who was flown to LA when Robert Kennedy was shot in the head. He was that good. And he became well known to us as inside of two and a half years, he would perform a total of three brain surgeries on Nathaniel. To say that I was grateful would be an understatement. It was after these experiences that I began to allow myself to believe that God inserted himself in my life in a way that could only be recognized as a miracle on my knees with gratitude. 
And in the midst of our learning how to live with who we thought was a fragile child, we were blessed with our most beautiful daughter, Rachie, who came into this world with a smile on her face and who continues to bring us immeasurable joy. Gratitude from my core. On June 17, 2017, our family experienced a horrific tragedy with a protracting ensuing criminal trial that left us all devastated, bruised, angry, and for some hopeless. I prayed mightily for strength to support my sister and family as I felt painfully inadequate to offer any peace or comfort. Prayers were answered. What has come from this horror is a deepening and strengthening of the unbreakable bonds of our already close family. Through the workings of God's loving grace, I have found gratitude in the face of unbearable loss. There are so very many instances that, as I've, I have aged, I look back upon and feel gratitude that no words can capture. On a moment-to-moment -moment basis, many days, I am overcome with gratitude for my children, grandchildren, husband, sisters, and friends. Through the ordinary, extraordinary, and challenging days, I have gratitude for the faith that allows me to call upon the loving God I know. These are just a few snapshots that stand out for me as I look at the passage of time and where I have landed today with respect to how appreciative and thankful I am for the many moments of grace I experience. Grace and gratitude most often present themselves as twins. Lastly, I have such gratitude for this church and the people who make it feel like home. I am grateful to Ray Klemchek and the gifted musical experience he provides. Music speaks to my soul. I am grateful to the many musicians who share their talent and time and give to, that they give to practice and perform. I am grateful to Cynthia Koss, who meets my gaze on the recessional and for her outreach hand, a little squeeze, that makes me feel a connectedness that brings me joy. I am grateful to the church for the Call to Care program and for, for including me in it. Through this, I have established relationships with people who have been a gift to me and who have changed my life. I am grateful to Meredith, Catherine, and Rich for their diverse personalities and the talents and compassion each of them bring. Meredith has always welcomed me with an open door and loving listening ears. Catherine's gen gentle nature and loving touch have lifted me up, and Rich's steadfast and solid presence have made me feel safe in these walls that are a sacred place. I am so grateful for so many things in my life and trying to not sound like a cheap greeting card at this senior stage of my life, I am trying to let gratitude become the way I live my life. I am aware of God's grace, the gift of being able to forgive when I feel wrong and the mercy shown to me by many. I would like to add uh, impromptu gratitude for the lives of Chuck Everett and Bob Phelps, who are longtime members who give our church the history that we have and the, um, that keeps us moving forward as a congregation we are. So as I end, I wish each of you a, a day of gratitude and being with people who you love. Thank you.